Hello, and welcome to the Tea with Tresetta podcast. I invite you to join me each week where I'll share the training, encouragement, and answers you need to be successful in your purpose, as well as interview some awesome women of faith walking fully in their God-given purpose through entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Tresetta Alexander, faith-based business coach and founder of Sister Spotters. I believe you can be wildly successful without competing or compromising your beliefs. Let's dive in. Hey there, Purpose Pursuer, Tressetta Alexander here, your host of the Tea with Tressetta podcast. I'm so glad that you are joining me today. As you know, if you've been listening to me for a while, I record these episodes live in front of my Kingdom Purpose Pursuers Facebook group. And today's episode is all about getting in the stretch. There is so much more that God has for us. And in order for us to get it, we have to allow him to stretch us. It's so easy for us to get stuck in our comfort zones and um, just want to stay where we are. But we are called to go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. And that means that we have to be continually growing. And so in this episode, I'm sharing with you a couple analogies on how um, how life happens and how important it is for us to lean into the resistance and um, also to allow ourselves to let go of the places that we've outgrown in search of the new larger territory that God has for us. Because, you know, I really like to use real world ex, um, examples, kind of like Jesus did, where he was always using the things around them the pe- that people could relate to, to teach spiritual principles. I like to do the same thing when I am doing my teachings. And so you'll hear a lot of that in today's message. Um, I also share a little bit about my own story and how I had to get out of my own comfort zone and step out onto um, the seas of uncertainty, the seas of possibility, and really trust God in a whole new way. So That is what all you will hear in today's episode. But before we dive in, I want to share with you an opportunity. I am hosting for the second time. This will be my second annual National Entrepreneurship Week Kingdom Edition Edition Virtual Summit. And it's going to be taking place February the 16th through the 22nd. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you now is because I am looking for kingdom-minded business owners, kingdom-minded entrepreneurs who are integrating their faith in their business as well as have a kingdom-driven focus within their business to interview as my guests for the virtual summit. So if you have a message that you want to share with the world, a message of faith, through business, then I would love to have you apply to be a guest that for me that week for that virtual summit. Now to get access to the application, the link will be in the show notes. So you can always go to whatever podcast platform you're listening in on and go to the show notes to grab the link. Or if you follow me on Instagram, you can find the link in my bio 
or just shoot me a quick DM. I would love to hear from you anyway. So feel free to shoot me a quick DM and say that you're interested in participating and I'll be happy to plop that link right into the instant messenger there. So that is what is coming up and I would love for you to participate. So without further ado, I'm not gonna belabor this any longer. Let's go ahead and dive in to this week's episode. Enjoy. Great Tuesday evening. <laughs> I forgot what day it was. I should have known though, because it is Tuesday, which means it's time for Tea with Tracetta. What you drinking tonight? What you drinking tonight? I am drinking chamomile again. I've been on this you know, for a while I was on my peach tea kick. Now I am on my chamomile um, tea because let's face it, I want to sleep well at night and the holiday, I get excited during the holiday season. And so um, I find it difficult to go to sleep at night because I'm wired. I'm so excited about um, all that's going on and um, all the, the parties, the events, um, all the concerts and plays and all that, I get super excited. So, so I need my chamomile tea to help calm me down so that I can go to sleep at night. So let me know, what are you drinking tonight? All right, um, for those that we have quite a few new members of the Kingdom Purpose Pursuers group. And so for those of you who are new to the group, I am Tresetta Alexander, faith-based business and productivity coach. And tonight, I'm going to be talking about getting in the stretch. It's time for us to get in the stretch. Um, there's so much that God desires for us to accomplish through our purpose, and we will never get there if we don't allow ourselves to be stretched beyond what we think we are capable of because everything um all the like the big stuff all the like awesomeness that he has for us is just beyond our comfort zones and so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight but i need to get another sip of my tea so anyway so um i want to start out i i've talked about this before um, I don't remember if I've talked about it um, on the podcast or not, because, you know, I feel in front of you all so that you can um, interact with me, ask questions and all that good jazz. Um, but I, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I have talked about it in other Facebook live videos or, or in talks that I've done. And um, several years ago, let's see, we are at the end of 2019, so 2012. So in the early part of 2012, I found myself in a position, I had been working for the company I was with, I had been working for them for, ooh, I had been working for them for 10 years. Um, the role that I was in, I had been in for five years, but I had been working for the company for 10 years and it truly had been my place of 
milk and honey, the place that I thought I was like, God blessed me with this. It wasn't a, like I thought God blessed me. No, I knew God was with me because I had favor like nobody's business. I had literally positions created for me, not just like, oh, we want to move you into this other role and we're going to, you know, just put you in it, right? Regardless of whether or not you are qualified. No, literally one of the positions, one of the promotions that I got, they literally wrote the job description with me in mind. And then when they posted it, they told corporate that the only person that I know can do, and they wrote it for an LPN. And I am, if you know me at all, I am not a nurse. Um, I don't do bodily fluids at all. I am so squeamish. But they wrote the position for an LPN and then said, the only person we know that can do this job um, is Trosetta. And, you know, I did not have any type of nursing license or degree at all. And so literally they wrote the job where I had grown and flourished. Um, I was promoted quickly. I was promoted three times in my first year. Um, they took one position that they moved me into. They made it part-time for me so that I could go back to school and finish my degree. Um, and then when I finished school and needed full-time again, they put me, they changed the position back to being full-time for me. And so long story short, um, coming into the spring of 2012, the um, probably about six months prior to around August, July, August um, of 2011, things started getting a little challenging for me at work. Um, where I had been extremely happy, extremely content, um, my feathers started getting a little ruffled. I was no longer happy um, and progressively got more and more unhappy as time went on. Um, and, you know, probably after about three months of feeling this way, my husband and I were talking about my job and um, how I was feeling. And we were just kind of like, well, you just got to stick it out, you know, look for something else, but stick it out for right now. And um, in that process, um, part of the reason why we felt that way or we were saying that, you know, you have to stick it out for now is because my husband wasn't working. He didn't have a job at the time. He had lost his job um, earlier in the year. And so we were living off of uh, my paycheck and our savings. And so to have both of us out of work without any prospects for a job was not it was not really um, prudent at the time. So we're like, OK, I'm just going to stick it out. And things continued to get worse and worse and worse till it got to the point where I literally would be calling my husband crying many days out of the week because I was so frustrated where I was. And um, I knew that there was like, I felt this call to more. I knew that there was more out there for me. I wanted to go back to school. I had finished my AA, but I had not finished my bachelor's and I wanted to go back to school. But the job that I had was too, um, it was too demanding. I was working 45, uh, sometimes 50 hours a week 
because of the demands of the job. So going back to school at that time was not really an option. Um, but again, my husband wasn't working and we needed the income. And so Lee, I didn't feel like leaving was an option. Um, but then things kind of came to a head in February of 2012 when a major incident happened and my husband said, you know what? I think it's time for you to come off the job. And um, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't really, I wasn't really sure about whether or not that was the way for me to go. Now bear with me as I tell this story because I, I know I'm drawing out a little bit, but it's really important for you. Um, it's really important for what I want to share tonight. Um, I, I was scared, you know, I didn't want to take that step. And, you know, he was like, let's just step out on faith. Let's just believe God. Let's just trust God. And um, while, and for all practical purposes, yes, we were, you know, we were believers. We trusted God. We believed God. You know, we were in ministry. Um, but yet, and still, there, I was, I was struggling with being stretched to come out of to step out on faith in a whole new way. And um, what ended up happening is I stayed for a little while longer and then we finally said, you know what? All right, I finally said, okay, this is enough is enough. This is it. I'm gonna go ahead and write my letter of resignation. Um, I remember it was a Wednesday, coming Monday. And I said, if, you know, I still, you know, I typed it out. I was like, if I feel peace about it come Monday, then I will turn it in. Um, but if not, then no harm, no foul. And as soon as I typed it up, this calm, this peace overtook me, right? The scripture talks about the peace which surpasses all understanding, right? And that is what I had. That's what came over me at the time. And um, it stayed. It stayed over through Thursday. It stayed through Friday. It stayed through the weekend. And so come Monday morning, I went ahead and submitted my letter of resignation um, without having a job to go to, without my husband having a job to go to. I literally stepped out on faith. And what I heard, um, what I heard from the Lord was. Um, or I should say it this way. He reminded me of the passage of scripture where Jesus was walking on the water and the disciples were in the boat and they saw him and thought he was a ghost and got afraid. And he was, and he, you know, comes up to them and says, oh, it's just me. Don't be afraid. And Peter says to the Lord, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. And that's kind of the space where I was in. You know, I felt that call and I was like, Lord, if this is really you, then I need to know that this is really you. I need peace about the situation. And I heard the Lord say, come, right? Um, and here's what he really said to me that gave me the overwhelming peace to that I was going in the right direction. He said, um, well, let me back up. What he said was, you know, think about being in, a boat in the middle of the sea or the middle of the ocean 
out of the boat onto the water. And there's the wind is blowing, the waves are crashing against the boat. And you would think that you would want that it's safer to be in the boat than in the water. Cause in the water, you know, trying to go out on the water, you know, there's a possibility of you drowning. But I felt the Lord, you know, calling me out of the boat. And what he was saying to me was that the safest place for you to be is wherever Jesus is. And Jesus was out on the water, calling me out on the water. And a lot of you are in that same place right now. You are being stretched by the Lord and you are wanting to stay in your boat of safety because it's familiar. You may not like it. The, the boat is too small. It's taking on water. You're uncomfortable. You know that you want more. You know that that's not what God has for you, but it is familiar. And stepping out of that boat to do something that you've never done before is too uncomfortable for you to make that first step. But but the Lord is saying to you, get in the stretch, step out on faith. Yes, it will be challenging. Yes, it's something you've never done before. Yes, it will be uncomfortable. Yes, you will be vulnerable, but you are going to be safe because you will be with me. Jesus was not in the boat. Jesus was on the water. And, and for some, many of you, Jesus has left the situation, the circumstance, the boat, wherever you are. Jesus has left that place. He's moved on and he wants you to move on with him. And, um, and so you're going to have to get out of the boat, step onto the waters of possibility, the seas of possibility to go where Jesus is calling you to go. I, it's, I guess it's really, truly, it's actually a, a true fact. Um, but um, if you're familiar with lobsters, right, they have a really hard outer shell. So, you know, our skeleton is on the inside of us, but for lobsters, they have an exoskeleton. So their shell is their, is essentially their skeleton. And inside is, um, inside the shell, it's just a really soft, mushy body. So it's just like, like us, they, it's just their tissues are inside of the shell. And what happens is when the, as the lobster grows, it outgrows its shell. The shell becomes confining to them. It becomes uncomfortable for them because they've out, out, they've outgrown that space. And if they stay in that shell that they've outgrown, they will die. They will die. So in order for the lobster to continue to grow, it has to shed what once protected its soft body. It has to shed its old life, its old habitation. It has to shed its shield. It has to shed um, that hard outer shell that has protected it for however long it's been in it, in order for it to build a new shell, a new place for it to grow and expand in. And once it sheds that scale, 
when it's time for it to shed its shell so that it can create a new one, build a new one, what happens is they go under a rock. Now that'll preach right there. The, the lobster goes underneath a rock and the rock protects it order for um, until it is then covered again with an outer, with a new exoskeleton, with a larger territory, with a larger space that it can grow in, right? And when, when you are willing to get in the stretch, when you are willing to shed the place that you've been in that has gotten too small, that no longer serves you, that's gotten uncomfortable because it's too constricting, you will be protected by the rock, right? The rock of our salvation. Jesus will protect you. God is your protection. While you are in that vulnerable state, because it is uncomfortable when you step out of a place that's familiar, when you step out of what you already know into something that new territory, something that you've never done before, it is uncomfortable. It is very uncomfortable. And our natural reaction is to retreat. Our natural reaction is to not want to go because we're like, mm, 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 mm. no, this is too uncomfortable. I don't like this. And we want to save ourselves. And so we want to try and be like a turtle and hide our, hide our head and our shell and not come out. But if we would be like that lobster and just shit, go ahead and shed the old and hide ourselves in the rock, hide ourselves under the rock of our salvation until we get to a place where we are comfortable, where we're no longer vulnerable, where we've gotten to a place where, okay, this isn't too bad. I can do this. I can grow. I, I, I see this new thing. I, I can do this. When we get to that place, then we can emerge and go out and, and be, um, explore a little bit more. Uh, we don't have to be so timid. We don't have to protect ourselves anymore because now it's gotten a little bit comfortable. But then so this is a process that we have to go with, go through continually. We have to go through the process of stretching. We have to go through the process of growing continually. And so there'll be multiple times over the course of your life when you're going to have to shed the old, when you're going to have to shed that small space, that space that once was too large for you, that made you shake, you know, made you, um, made your knees knock. That space right there that was once too big will eventually become too small. And it'll be time for you to shed it again and go into a new larger territory. And so I just want to encourage you tonight to step into the new that God has for you. Step into the larger expanded place that God has for you. Go ahead and take these last several weeks of 2019 and prepare yourself. Hide yourself under the rock so that you can emerge in 2020 in, the, in your new digs, in your new shell in this new space that God is calling you to. Because 
listen, the time is running out. Time is running short. And we have got to be about the thing that God is calling us to do. The, the scripture says that the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. And I don't know about you, but I want to be a laborer for him. You know, it's all about building the kingdom. It's all about advancing God's kingdom. And the way that we do that is through our purpose. And if we don't ever step into who God created us to be in its fullness, then we will never experience the abundance that we're called to. And we will never impact the lives that we were called to impact. So I want to know, let me know. willing to lean into the Father so that you can step into the promise he made for you. The situation you're in right now, the circumstances that you're in right now, the resistance you're experiencing right now, the challenges you're experiencing right now, they're all temporary. But God's promise that he made to you, that's permanent. It doesn't go away. So just lean in, lean in, lean into the stretch, lean into the resistance, lean into the storm, lean into the situation. And if you do that, you will come out on the other side so much faster than if you try to run away from it. And you will experience all the abundance, all the joy, all the peace, all the prosperity that he has for you. So I want to know, will you? get into the stretch? Will you lean in to what God is calling you to do? Or will you retreat? That's all I have for you tonight. I hope that my story has been a blessing to you. And I hope that um, this has been a word of encouragement to you tonight. um, Because it's time. It's time for you to arise. It's time for the body of Christ to arise. It's a time for us to step into the fullness of what God has for his people. I love you all and I appreciate you. And I will see you all next week for another episode of Tea with Trisada. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would help me get the message of purpose and prosperity out to as many believers as possible. You can do this by sharing the podcast with another purpose pursuer or by leaving me a five-star review on iTunes. Until the next episode, Kingdom Blessings.